Welcome to episode 56 of the Rise Fitness and Nutrition Podcast. I am your host, Carlo. Today, we are talking about something maybe unusual, comparing baking cheesecakes to chasing soreness in your workouts. Oh, you'll be surprised and probably hungry after this. Nonetheless, happy listening. So, there is a big, big, big trend. Well, it's not that there is now. There was, there is, and there will be a big trend. That is, chase the soreness. When you work out, chase the muscle pain, chase the soreness, chase the fact that you cannot either lift your arms or walk for days after your workout. And yes, I said workout specifically, because if you chase the soreness, you should get sore after each and every workout, or it's not enough, and it will not give you any results. Is that true? Nah, actually, it's a little bit more complex than that, but to start from, chasing the soreness doesn't necessarily mean that you had a good workout, an effective workout, and most importantly, it doesn't mean that you will have any specific result because of that. And this comes from myself as well, because I was a soreness chaser for a long time. I thought myself that if the day after a workout I am not sore, that means that I didn't do enough. So that the workout after I should have done a lot more, because I needed to feel that burn to be sure that what I did was effective. If you're not familiar, muscle soreness is also known as DOMS, DOMS, or Delayed Onset Muscle Soreness. In the fitness world, it is commonly referred as DOMS, or yeah, simply said, soreness. But what is this specifically? Well, I have an entire podcast dedicated to this. I'll put the link in the show notes, but it's episode 16, and it's all about it. But very long story short, muscle soreness or DOMS happens when you have a particularly heavy workout and you simply create damage in your muscle. And then your muscles will have to restore the damage and in the long term this creates muscle hypertrophy and creates adaptation and therefore strength in the muscle that you build. Hold on there. I very well know that I said that muscle soreness doesn't necessarily mean that you had a good workout, and I also know that I just said that muscle soreness can help building muscle in the long term. So how come these two apparently contrasting ideas do actually work together? The answer is pretty simple, and it has some unbelievable similarity with baking sweets. You might wonder why. Well, trust me on this. Hear me out, and then you understand what I mean. So I am not really good at baking sweets, and there's no way around it. I am not a good bakery chef. But I still like the idea of being able to bake cakes. Particularly, I like cheesecakes. But I also very rarely prepare them, because I know that every time I make one, they taste horrible, or the texture is terrible, or anyhow, they're not really good cheesecakes. So if I bake one, then I'm stuck for a few days with this eh, so-so cheesecake in my fridge. 
and I hate the idea of throwing away food, so I'll eat them and finish them no matter how bad they are. To give you a reference, the last one that I made was completely flavorless. And uh, I have no idea how it happened, but believe me when I say, I was eating a cheesecake that had zero flavor. So I was chewing on something squishy, potentially, that tasted like nothing. And it was horrible. Anyhow, these are the reasons why I don't bake cheesecakes. But since I potentially still want to learn how to bake sweets, I could work on cheesecakes specifically. So I could get really good at cheesecakes if I only took the time to practice cheesecake cooking only. But on the other hand, since I like cakes, I just don't only try to bake cheesecakes, but I try to bake all sorts of cakes. But it's not like I do the same type two or three or four or five times. I try one type today, another type next week, another type the following week, and maybe the cheesecake I try today will come back in my menu in a month or two or more, or maybe six months because I give up on cheesecakes. And therefore, before I practice the same cheesecake again, it might take a long time. Therefore, the results are usually disappointing because I didn't practice enough. So what does this have to say with muscle soreness? Here we go. Let me explain you why the previous example matters in the world of fitness and workout as well. So if you chase the soreness, it means that Every workout has to be very hard, very demanding, but every workout has to be partially different. Because the better you become at a specific exercise, it doesn't matter the hardness, the stronger you become, the less sore you will be. For example, if you are practicing squats and you start from zero squat experience, you go and have a really demanding squat workout session and for the next two, three, four days, you cannot walk properly, right? Because if you had zero experience, you created a massive amount of damage in your muscle, so your muscle has to recover, and then you can go back and practice squat being stronger. But if you chase the soreness, it means that if you are practicing squats and over the course of time you become strong enough and you don't feel soreness anymore because your muscle is stronger and there's no way around it, you might think that whatever you're doing is not working anymore. Panic, panic, panic. Then you might go and completely change your workout menu and do something entirely different, hoping that the next day or the next couple of days you have muscle soreness. Now, this is kind of counterproductive because if you wanna be stronger, and I know this sounds boring, you need to practice the same type of exercise over and over and actually become stronger in that. So with a progressive overload, you'll be stronger in squats and over the course of time, you'll be less and less sore. The only instance you might be sore again practicing the same exercise is because you went on a longer break. So, for example, four, five, six weeks without doing that specific exercise, well, then when you go back at it, you might have a little bit of soreness because your muscle had to like break again and go back to the same old routine. And that, to give you an example, also happened to me. I flew back to Italy last December and I came back to Japan in the middle of January to then resume the gym at the beginning of February. So, let's say that I didn't do any proper heavy weight lifting for five to six weeks and of course when I went back to the gym some of the things that I was doing before were heavier 
and I had a little bit of soreness here and there because my muscles were kind of like sleeping, if you want to say, and so I woke them up again. As simple as that. Since I have a pretty stable workout program, it's now very rare for me to be sore, which it doesn't mean that whatever I do is not effective and I'm not building muscle anymore. It simply means that I became stronger over time and that's a positive sign, as easy as that. So I don't need to be sore to be sure that I'm strong. I need to see progressive overload to be sure that I'm strong, yes. And you should also focus on that as well. Rather than chasing muscle soreness for the few days after a training, with the exception of being a beginner, as the more you work out with very similar exercises, strengthening the same muscles, the less sore you'll be, but the stronger you'll be in the long term, which is actually, I think, a much better goal and a much better objective other than chasing the funny muscle soreness all over your body. Far from saying that you should never change your workout menu, I'm just saying that to get progressive overload, you should work on similar patterns and similar exercises. But hey, if you're going to have fun with your friends attending a specific class workout, why not just go for it, have fun. Just be aware that chasing soreness isn't going to help you that much if your goal is to become stronger over time. Now, why do cheesecake and baking sweets matters? It's very similar. If I want to become good at baking cheesecakes, I should bake cheesecakes on a regular term. Because at the beginning, they'll be like, yeah, and taste disgusting. But the more I do it consistently, whoops, I said the keyword again, the more I do it consistently, the better they will be. So instead of trying to bake 10 different type of cakes over the course of the same 10 days, why don't I just try bake one cheesecake, one type of it, over the course of the next one or two weeks? I will definitely be better at that. That's exactly what happens with your muscles. Instead of trying 10 different workout routines in the next 10 days, why don't you just pick one and become very good at it for the next two weeks? You will notice a decrease in soreness, yes, but that shouldn't make you panic. That should simply tell you that you became stronger. So UPA, that's an achievement. After a few weeks of consistent progressive overload and strength results, you can go ahead and slightly modify the program to add or change a couple of exercises here and there so that you can keep progressing to be stronger in the long term. And that's it for today's episode. Are you hungry? Because I am a little bit. Listen, if you like this podcast, I would super appreciate if you could share it with your family and friends. And if you want to be part of the show, just go on risefitnessnutrition.com slash podcast and send me a message. Talk to you soon. Happy rest of the week.